Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for grace, grace in abundance this morning. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, beloved, be blessed by this song by Lara Martin titled, Your Grace Covers Me. God bless you. grace of the lord hallelujah beloved we thank god for grace we just ended the 21 days of prayer and fasting on releasing the grace and power of god and this morning beloved i bring to you one of the messages i think the day 20 message that is so encouraging and strengthening hallelujah to encourage your heart the word of god comes to encourage you beloved so this morning be encouraged the scripture reading is from 2 Samuel chapter 9, from verse 1 to 11. I'll paraphrase in some areas. The Bible says, David, the king said, Is there any left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And the Bible says, There was in the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they called him to David, the king asked him, Are you Ziba? He said, I am. Then I said, is there, the king said, Is there any yet in the house of Saul? that I may show kindness, the kindness of God to him. And Ziba said, Jonathan has a son who is lame on his feet. And the king said, where is he? And Ziba said to the king, behold, he is in the house of Micah, the son of Amiel in Lodibah. Then David sent and fetched him out of the house of Micah, the son of Amiel from Lodibah. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said to Mephibosheth, he said, are you Mephibosheth? He said, yes, I am. And David said to him, fear not, 
For I will show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake. And I will restore you all the land of Saul, your father. And you shall eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is your servant that thou should look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given unto your master's son all that pertained to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and your sons and your servants shall till the land for him, and you bring increase of the fruits that belong to your master's son to him, so that he may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. And Ziba said to the king, According to all that my lord the king has commanded thy servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. Beloved, this account of this young crippled boy called Mephibosheth is one that brings so much encouragement that even in the direst situation, in the most difficult situations, or even the most dead-end situations in life, beloved, something can change. Grace can come through for you. Mephibosheth, a prince, a son of Jonathan, the prince, Saul, the king's son, was in a place called Lodiba. And Lodiba means pastureless place, living with people who are not even family, crippled at his feet. And in the meantime, his grandfather's servant called Ziba was enjoying the provision of his grandfather's inheritance. Ziba had 15 servants and 15 sons and 20 servants, whilst the prince had nothing. He was squatting in somebody's house. The Bible says it is an abomination for beggars to ride and princes to walk. And so this morning I pray upon your life that may anything that has gone wrong in your life, may anything that is not to be that is in your life, may the Lord by grace change it. Hallelujah. Mephibosheth was crippled as a child. He was five years old when Saul and Jonathan were killed in the battle of Israel. And when the news of the battle reached the capital, the child's nurse grabbed him and fled. But she fell and dropped him as she was running and became crippled as a result. He was an orphan, alone, forgotten, broken. He was a hopeless, helpless victim of circumstances. But God caused him to be remembered in the same way that God will cause you also to be remembered. Beloved, God saves us by special favor when we believe in Jesus. And we can't take credit for our salvation because our salvation is a gift of God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. Salvation is a work of grace. Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 2, the verse 8 and 9, he said, For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, so that no man can boast. Beloved, this grace pursues us even in our sins. Grace seeks first. And it's the grace of God that sought us and brought us to where we are today. And it's that same grace that caused David to ask, is there still anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan, my friend's sake? There was, but this young boy was forgotten, forsaken, abandoned. But the king was looking for him. Sometimes we think the grace begins with us seeking God. No, it's the other way around. 
Grace is God seeking us, seeking the lost. Amen. Jesus said that you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you. That you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you are the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Amen. Jesus is talking about our choosing, that we didn't choose him. He chose us. Why? Because he loved us. Amen. And he still loves you. He loves you so much. Jesus is the grace of God personified. Jesus is the grace of God at work. He came to seek and save the loss of whom you and I are a part of. And the word of God declares that God showed his love for us. In the world we were yet in sin, Jesus came to die for us, which is true. And so in the same way, the king was looking for Mephibosheth. He was crippled, lame at his feet. His name Mephibosheth means son of shame. Meaning that he was undeserving of the king's attention, but grace located him. Grace found him, grace found him in Lodiba. Amen. A pastureless place. Amen. In the same way, God's grace has found us and brought us to where we are. He has restored us. And this is what David did for Mephibosheth. He restored Mephibosheth. He brought him back to the palace where he belonged. Brought him to the king's table to eat there continually as a prince. And also brought to him the restoration of everything that belonged to his grandfather and his father, which Ziba had taken. Amen. Beloved, God sought us out when we sin and has brought us into his marvelous light. Today, the king bringing you in is not for nothing, but it is to restore you. It is to perfect everything that concerns you, as he did for Mephibosheth. He restored him to the palace, to the, to the life of a prince. Beloved, God will restore your life. Just let the past go and let grace work for you. God has set his love upon you and his divine grace will bring change and restoration to you. David ordered Ziba to bring back to Mephibosheth all the property that belonged to the king. Saul, who was the grandfather of Mephibosheth, had so much. And in that day, Mephibosheth from poverty came to riches. May God change your story like that. May grace work for you. Mephibosheth got total, full restoration by grace unmerited favor, hallelujah, and he began to eat at the king's table as a prince. Today, our lives have also been taken out of Lodiba, out of sin, out of that destructive lifestyle, and we have been made the sons of God. Apostle Paul said, God, who is rich in mercy, has so loved us, so that even whilst we're dead in our sins, he gave us life when he raised up Christ from the dead, hallelujah. He raised us from the dead along with Christ and has seated us with him in heavenly places. So, beloved, this morning, know that as a prince, as a child of God, you don't belong to Lodiba. You don't belong in any pastureless place because your God, your king, has brought you to full restoration and you continue to perfect everything that concerns you. Hallelujah. The same grace that found Mephibosheth and restored him. That same grace is what is at work in your life today. Grace will lift you up. Grace will position you for the favor of God. By grace, you receive restoration. By grace, 
you receive renewal, and by grace, you shall possess everything that rightfully belongs to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give praise, we give thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. My beloved, let me pray over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray over your life, my dear, that may there be a lifting up. May God lift up your head. Where your head has been bowed down in shame, may God lift it up. May God lift you up ah, to new strength. May God lift you up to new and great things, great happenings in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare you shall not be stuck in a pastureless place, but may God bring you a place of abundance of God's goodness and God's abilities. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bless your life with God's favor. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. But if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, anyone having not received Jesus, this is your time to receive him into your life who will deliver you from your Lodiba to bring you to the palace. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you pray this prayer after me, you are saved, you are born again. And beloved, there is so much restoration going to happen in your life. So rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' mighty name. Have a great day. But remember to share this good word of God with as many people as you can. Remember to share the word because the word of God is good. And it changes, it transforms, and it helps. God bless you.